Hello and welcome to week 16 of NFL Game Picks. Merry Christmas, y'all. Hope you guys are enjoying this happy holiday. And uh, for everyone who celebrates, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, enjoy it. Uh, as you can tell, got uh, Steve over here on, a, on, the, on the big screen right A little here. bit of a change this week. Live by satellite. Via satellite, love it. Love to see Steve on the pod, man. <laughs> Via Zoom, all that good stuff. League leader Steve. Yeah, the legend. So, Steve, speaking of that, you want to talk about uh, your record and uh, your league leading record? Yeah, I killed it this week. I went 13 and 3. Uh, just for kicks before we were getting on here, I, I did look up. Shocker. This week, we went 15 and 1. Not in our league, but on the picker itself. Um, and they both got robbed by that failed pass interference against Washington. They both had Washington in that game. Uh, it felt uh, really bad because they were this close to having perfect week. Uh, so yeah, I almost want to do something for them, but I don't know what to do. So. Yeah, absolutely. Coach this week at 13 and 3. Uh, some of that, actually, at Austin, is your fault because uh, remember I listened to the pod last week. You said, like, I hope Steve picks the games different than me to make it interesting. So I did. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that didn't work out so well for you. But uh, yeah, it worked pretty well for me. So maybe I'll just pick the opposite of what you picked. I'm sorry, Steve. I, I didn't mean for that to happen. I'm not going to lie, though. When, uh, when it came to picking the games last week, I wasn't sure who I ended up going with uh, on the on that game, the New York-Washington game, because I didn't refer back to what, what I picked, and I never picked it live. Ended up picking Washington. It was very unfortunate. But I was very upset with the with the call at the end. That was that was such a bad call. Mm. No, a bad no call, actually. Yeah. A yeah, bad lack of call. Yeah. A couple, couple of them in that game, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But when it comes to the standings, uh, I'm not sure if you said it or not, Steve, but you are on top. You have 147 wins, 77 losses. I slipped down the, the, the standings just a touch, uh, but we'll mention the guys in front of me. We have Eddie at 138-87 after a 12-4 week. Matt also had a 12-4 week. He's tied with Eddie for second place. Then we have myself at third, technically fourth, at 135-89. and 89. And then we got Mr. Gamble, DJ, 132-92. and 92. He had 14-2. and two. By the way, I had a seven and nine week. It was probably one Oof. of my worst weeks to date. I mean, last the week before it's 100%. was six. And, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you've had a few worse. <laughs> the the worst one was six and seven actually, but that was a shorter week. So you know you, you went six and eight in week six too, yeah, man. Yeah, no, it, it's <laughs> it's literally boomer bust. With this oh guy yeah, over here, huh? And then Joey, why don't you uh, bring oh, us into the bottom of man, the leaderboard? Man, <laughs> chilling here at the bottom, one hundred and twenty-seven and ninety-seven on the year. Not very great. Uh, had a good week last week though, eleven and five. Um, the week before, six and seven. Ouch. Uh, I've had these like couple weeks on, couple weeks off type of things, but hopefully I can carry it. Uh, you know this momentum and maybe try to challenge uh, Chris, DJ, maybe Mark. I don't know. I know I'm not gonna catch up to you guys, so I, I gotta make it interesting for us here on the bottom. You know. <laughs> I mean, realistically. If you keep having like a uh, that's true, the, you know what? Eleven and five weeks, and I keep having seven and nine. Like I'll end up at the bottom with you guys. Yeah, so, who knows? This it's does go until the good. playoffs, so and the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, so it runs all the way through the season. Uh, Steve, before we get into picks, you want to talk about the site? Yeah, uh, this sort of started back in 2014 as a, a bet for a, a coworker of mine. We used to basically pick every game for the whole season, and then the, the winner would get treated to steak by the losers. So that's how this whole thing started. <laughs> I turned it into a website in 2015, and we've been doing it ever since. And there's, I think, 3,000 active users now, which is crazy every time I log on and see that. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to watch it grow. Because I mean, I don't. There's no advertising budget for this. Like, it's it's something I do as a passion project. It actually costs me money every year to run. So. I'm glad you all like it. Hey, thank you so much, Steve. Really appreciate it. We, we love your platform. We love, you know, putting out content for you guys and uh, making stuff about the NFL. And it's it's a great, you know, little tool here. I love just the the layout of everything. Great website. If anybody wants to, you know, pick a game, start a league, NFL game picker, get on it. One hundred percent. Can't agree more. Now, with that being said, let's get into the first game of the week. And we have Thursday Night Football, Jacksonville Jaguars versus New York Jets. And I know Joey is hyped for it. I am hyped. <laughs> I'm hyped. We're doing this now. Okay? We're, coining, we're coining the little uh, 
The little hook. The little uh, Super Mario. Here we go. Um, uh, so New York Jets, I've been kind of riding with them a lot this year. Um, ever since I've seen them kind of get uh, smack my team in person. Um, we know this. I've said it every week. I don't think I'm going with the Jets this week. The Jaguars have a lot of momentum, especially over these past two wins and a huge win against Dallas. Trevor Lawrence is looking like a just what everybody expected him and wanted him to be. Um, and, and I'm liking it a lot. I'm liking what I'm seeing from like Zay Jones and Christian Kirk and people like that. Um, a lot of a lot of people in the free agency, you know, era of the season were prematurely doubting those picks and how they get our uh, pickups and how they gave them so much money. Turned out to be a pretty good investment. I mean, they, they can mess around and win their division right now and make the playoffs. They're, they're a game away. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Um, I think that if they pick up this win against the Jets, which they will, they'll be on their way there. And, um, yeah, I do not trust Zach Wilson. Um, as long as he's playing quarterback, can't really have a lot of faith in the Jets. Hey, man, it happens. Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson being the, the lead guy now back with the Jets, it's very unfortunate, especially for Mike White, because uh, we didn't report too much on it. We just knew that he messed up his ribs, but he had a, a, a fractured rib. And, like, the, yeah. the big concern is, like, if it gets dislodged, it can puncture his lung, and that's why he couldn't play it. Otherwise, like, I'm pretty sure they would have wanted Mike oh, White to play, yeah. and he would have played. Otherwise, you know, it was tough for the Jets last week. Uh, I'm not going with the Jets whatsoever. Not a big fan of them. Uh, I think they're they're going to lose their playoff spot. I think it's going to be a, a tough spot for them to get into with Jacksonville. So that's why I'm going with the Jags. They're on a roll, like Joey said, fighting for the division. Uh, it will be interesting to see if Jaguars can win this out. They could win the division 100% mm -hmm. if that's the case. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you guys there. I, I, I mean, as much as I love seeing Dallas lose, I didn't think Jacksonville had it in them last week. But they pulled it off, and it was really, really impressive. Um, I'm a defensive guy, and it's the Reed jersey on the wall, so it's always nice to see like a, a you know, game-winning interception. I'll take that any day of the week. This week, like you said, Zach Wilson has not been particularly impressive. I was actually at the game at MetLife Stadium earlier this year against the Patriots. And, okay. Man, it was just the saddest performance I've ever oh. seen from a quarterback. Was that, the, what we, what? was that the punt return? No, no, that one was in New England. This okay. <laughs> Zach Wilson threw like three interceptions. Jeez. New England got helped out by a very questionable uh, call against like a non. It was like a they bumped into Mac Jones and they threw the flag, mm -hmm. uh, which I didn't love. But uh, yeah, they he just looked terrible in that game, so it was a little bit rough. Yeah, this week I gotta go Jacksonville. They got something to play for now. Uh, the Jets just look sad, which I guess is typical. For uh, so yeah, I'm gonna have to go Jacksonville this week. It's tough. All right, what do you got for this next game, Steve? Oh, the things I could say about the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have the you know, hashtag fire Greg Roman hanging on my wall now. Uh, Harbaugh doubled down this week on Stupid by saying he doesn't listen to fans at the end of the bar. So uh, it will not be a firing of our terrible offensive coordinator, and we will get to look forward to three more weeks of plays a toddler could draw up. Yeah, that's fun. Um, so actually, I'm, I'm boycotting this week. I, I have season tickets, uh, but I'm not going in the cold. Woohoo! on a pathetic offensive I wish them the best of luck. I'm sure they'll be players will be motivated. I have no idea if our coaches can get their heads out of their ass long enough to actually put together a conference game plan, but we'll see. <laughs> As predicted, we totally like flubbed it against the Browns and let the Bengals take over the division. We supposedly control our own destiny, but I don't trust this Ravens team to actually do anything with that. Oh, Even if we get in the playoffs, who are we going to beat? Like, Unless we can score every touchdown on defense, I don't see it happening. But that being said, the Falcons are not great. Um, so I, I did do a homer pick this week. I picked the Ravens. If they do not put on a performance worthy of beating the Falcons, then they might as well just lose out and get a better draft pick at this point because this is really their last hope to do anything with these seasons. So, yeah, I am going Ravens, but I don't feel great about it. <laughs> All right, Steve, what you guys got? real quick, we'll go back to you. Baltimore is favored by seven points, which is a full touchdown, and uh, money line minus three forty-five. Over under set at thirty-six. What would you do here in terms of gambling? That's tough. I mean, I'm, I'm not normally a betting man. That being said, uh, one thing I forgot to announce earlier when you asked me about the site, we are going to be doing an against the spread version for next season, which 
you guys will get to try and made it here probably next week. Hey now. So, Big things coming to the pod, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, we'll see if I'm truly as good at picking against the spread as I am picking straight up. I mean, we've been doing straight up for, for well, almost a decade now. Um, nice. And I have very little gambling experience. Like, I'm texting Austin, like, like plus and minus, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm learning all this stuff just as much as anybody else. But we are going to give people the ability to do it on the site next year, which is exciting. It's going to be dope. Uh, so, yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know. I, do I think the Ravens are going to blow out the Falcons? No. Um, so, plus seven? I might be tempted to go Atlanta on that one. Yeah, you would be probably go with Atlanta's plus seven there. Yeah. Mm. Baltimore's money line since you're picking them to win. And then what about over-under? You think a uh, combined score over 36 points or under? Oh, it's got to be under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bet the go. under for this game for sure. There we yeah. go. Is there, is there a defensive over-under? Not too sure about that one. Uh, but, hey, that's uh, Steve's little bet right there. We have plus, Atlanta's plus six, Baltimore money line, and under 36 points. Uh, I have to agree with you. I'm going to go with the Ravens. They've been lackluster, and I think you guys have had a, a very unfortunate sequence of events with – Lamar going down, Hunley getting dinged up. I wouldn't say out, but he's been dinged up and, you know, taken out of games, which is very unfortunate. You guys can't uh, flow properly, and it's very unfortunate. But overall, I do believe you guys are the better team than the Atlanta Falcons, uh, who are starting a rookie quarterback and still have a chance to make something happen of their NFC South division hopes. But I think it's too little too late for them. I think Baltimore rolls them over, regardless of who's in that quarterback or whatever may be going on there. Joey? Yeah, um, I think this is uh, – I mean, it's hard to pick because there's no Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. But the, the deal is Baltimore's the better team. They're going to go in there. They're going to take care of business. They're going to get Steve a Merry Christmas, <laughs> and then that's going to be it. I'm picking Baltimore. Have faith in Tyler Huntley. <laughs> I hope you're right, Joey. He looked pretty lost last week. Oh, I mean, hey, you know, I feel like you learn a lot more from a loss than you do a win. And especially from a backup standpoint, I don't know. Their backs are against the wall. Atlanta's not that great. Got to get a win. Let's have a little faith here. Come on, Steve. Come on. We need a Christmas miracle here. All right. We'll see if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to this next game. Uh, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Chicago Bears. By the way, that last game was the first game of the Saturday slate. Uh, there will be only three games on Sunday. Uh, everything else will be on normal schedule, like in terms of Saturday, whole slate of games. Uh, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Chicago Bears. Buffalo's heavily favored. Not going to go too deep into it. Uh, but Justin Fields does look promising with uh, with the Bears, and I think there's a, a good future there. There just needs to be a little bit more development in terms of just the skill position players and so on and so forth. Uh, so with that being said, going with the Buffalo Bills, way better team. Yeah. Congrats. You got a nice little win against the Dolphins last week. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, I got to agree with you there. Uh, like you said, there's a lot of future in Chicago, but not too much present. Definitely. Uh, I don't see mm. any scenario where they can manage to pull off a win against the Buffalo Bills if the Buffalo Bills show up with the team they're capable of. Maybe they go in there and just, you know, are still asleep on the plane. It'd be disappointing to see. This Buffalo team's fun to watch. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo as well. Man, oh, man. First and foremost, I want to give a shout-out to our boy that's normally on the pod. Um, fortunately, he's not here today, Chris Wright. Um, hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. Um, and, yeah, I hope you're doing well. Hope you guys – wish you guys the best. Um – Try not to turn this Bears game on, though, because it's going to be not too great for you guys. But I'm hoping for the best outcome. Um, Bills are going to take the W. But wish you guys the best. Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. Same here. All love for Chris and the Wright family. And uh, sorry, Chris. Got to agree with Joey there. Do not turn on this game. Mm -hmm. Buffalo's favored by over a touch on eight and a half points. Uh, Money line minus 420 on the Bills. Over under set at 40. I'd probably take the over. The Bears will surprise people and put up a few points here, but I don't think it will be enough necessarily to beat the Bills, but it definitely could be enough to help surpass that 40-point total that's been laid out there. All right, anyways, next, how about Joey? You introduce us on this next game. Um, 
<laughs> I am going to say the Cincinnati Bengals are traveling to New England on Saturday, Christmas Eve, also on the Saturday slot. Um, I think that this is going to be a pretty easy game for the for the Bengals. Kind of disappointed in this uh, whole Christmas day, uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day slate, whatever. Um, it's just I feel like a lot of these matchups are a little bit one-sided. Um, they didn't know that when they were scheduling it, so I'm not going to point any fingers or blame anybody, but it's just kind of unfortunate. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think it's going to be a pretty uh, significant W for them. Uh, almost, I would... Probably, I don't know how far I'd go to say that it might be a blowout, but I, th I think that it has a really good possible chance of being a blowout. It definitely does, but I want to hear from Steve first about this game. Watching the Bengals last week was the most frustrating thing in the world whenever you're competing Oh, I know. Yeah, but when you saw it was 17-0, you're like, yes, and then you're like, no, 30-something, 17. Like, they completely flipped the script. Yeah, I was just, like, angry in my living room the entire time. Like, Come on, can you remember his hand in the game? And yeah. they did. Hands up, it was like, no, nah, you should win. Absolutely, 100% you should win. And that was disappointing. It's like, at least make a try for it. I do think New England will put up a better fight than Tampa did defensively, although I don't think it's going to be enough. That and Cincinnati can rush the passer, and that New England offensive line is not great. Um, I love the fact that they have a guy whose last name is Strange. Um, he actually has his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to have to buy the strange 69 jersey. We have to have that in the house. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, as much as I like him, they're, they're not gelling as an offensive line. I think Mac Jones will be running for his life. Um, and I, I don't see a scenario where Cincinnati doesn't come out of there victorious as much as I, the Ravens fan, would love for it to happen. No, I, I, don't, I don't blame you there at all because Cincinnati is the better team between these two. On top of that, they are favored, minus three on the, money uh, on the spread. Minus 160 in the money line, uh, over-under set at 41 and a half. Tough uh, over-unders for the first couple of games here. I'm not sure which way you want to go there. I think you can flip a coin. But uh, in terms of picking a winner, you definitely got to go with the Bengals. They're outright looking like the better team, fighting for a division. Patriots are on, uh, out of the playoffs currently in terms of standings, and uh, they're on the outside looking in. And I think it gets worse for them because they have a touch, tough stretch. I know they have the Bengals, and then they have the Dolphins, and close off the season against the Buffalo Bills. They're looking very unlikely for uh, the Patriots to find a way into the playoffs, and I think this is one of those games that really sets them back. Next game we have is the Detroit Lions versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Lions, <laughs> where did they come out of, Joey? I know you want to talk about this. Man, I hate the Lions. <laughs> I hate the Lions, bro. I made him upset with the Bengals. I made you upset with the Lions. Here we go. This this is, this is, you know, for a while, I was like, eh, the Lions are like the little brother. You know, they're like, if I were to pick any team at the NFC North to root for, it would probably be, probably be them. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that they have Jamal Williams now is just makes me kind of want to root for them even more. But now they're stacking momentum, and it's getting dangerous, and I'm not liking this. I'm not liking this. Um, Aaron Rodgers was interviewed after the Rams game and uh, asked about our schedule. Of course, we play these guys week 18, potentially a pretty pivotal uh, game. Um, and he kind of threw a little bit of shade at Detroit. They were like, oh, yeah, you're facing every team that you're facing is above 500. He's like, well, one team's at 500, Detroit. Um, so we'll see what happens with them. I think Carolina has a pretty decent squad offensively that might be able to make things interesting. But I'm going with Detroit at the end of the day. Um, their schedule for the rest of the season is super favorable. Unless we make things interesting, I see them winning out. Yeah, I mean, that, that very well could be the case. Uh, you know, who would have thought after they started, what was it, one and six, that they would go six and one in the following six. seven games and – be in, in the hunt for a playoff spot, I believe they're, they're currently just outside the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken, from the last time I saw it. Yeah, they're like a half a game out or yeah, whatever because If the, Seattle loses, and they're in. There we go. So, literally, like, they're in control of their own destiny right now. I Seattle doesn't have a good matchup. We'll talk about nope. that in, in, in a few. So, it's looking yeah. favorable right now for if the season were to end today, the Lions could be in the playoffs, which is one of the mm. reasons I'm going with them. They're fighting for a lot. Panthers, I was on them last week against the Steelers, and they really let me down. They didn't stick to what worked with them in Seattle, 
And I feel like if you assert that similar game plan against the, the Steelers, you come out victorious in that game. And unfortunately, they didn't, and that really cost them. You have to agree with you there. The Panthers didn't – they just sort of remind me of the Ravens. They, they ran the ball all over Seattle and then decided not to against Pittsburgh. Yeah, what the it heck? makes no sense. I mean, the Ravens proved you can run the ball on Pittsburgh this year, and they just didn't bother. I don't know what they were thinking, but it certainly didn't work. Uh, I got to go Lions this week as well. It was really fun watching them beat up on the Jets. Uh, that <laughs> down play where they threw the pass to the tight end, just beautifully designed. It's been I, – I, it feels weird to say it's been exciting watching the Lions play football because that's not a sentence a lot of people have uttered recently. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> yeah, it was genuinely exciting watching the Lions play on Sunday, and I'm looking forward to it again. This is awful. It, it, Joey's in This disgust. is awful. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the effing twilight zone. This sucks. Like – like, the Bears have a great future. The Vikings are great. The Lions are going to make the playoffs. Where the hell are we in this, you know? Like, this, we, we got to fight for, for our lives here and get a little bit of help along the way. I, 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 I'm, I'm like, I don't even know what to think here. This is awful. Everyone's, everyone's hyping up the Lions. Not if we have anything to do about it. Let me tell you something right now. Lions are not getting in the playoffs. Mark my words kind of WWE promo you couldn't Joey Jeez Louise man. I'm sorry but this whole <laughs> NFC North is out of whack and it pisses me off <laughs> let me tell you something brother <laughs> you don't want to know what's under you don't want to know what's under this table right? you oh. never know <laughs> anyways we'll keep it moving we have the AFC South showdown between one of the worst teams in the NFL to one of the best teams in the division the current division leader in the Tennessee Titans hosting the Houston Texans, horse team in the NFL. Tennessee is not heavily favored in this game, which is surprising for facing one of the worst teams in the NFL. Well, but the Texans have been mildly entertaining these last couple of weeks, making close games, making people sweat it out because they had a close game. The Dallas Cowboys almost won. The Cowboys had to have a game-winning drive, final minutes to sc- score and win. Then uh, against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, forced overtime. And eventually lost, which was unfortunate for them, but good for Kansas City. Uh, but they're, they're fighting. And they're one of those teams that right now is going to ruin someone's season. Could it be the Tennessee Titans that they ruin? Hell yeah, it can. And I think that I'm going to pick. You know what? I'm, swip, I'm swapping my pick right now. I'm going with the Houston Texans hey. getting their second win of the year. Let me tell you something. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is playing this game. The, the odds changed drastically within the last couple of days. So, yes. So that's a huge factor for me. Not that he was really doing anything that much this year anyway. Um, I like Damian Pierce. Like, they, like you said, they're making a lot of games interesting, especially with the Cowboys. Yeah, this is a game that they could play spoiler in. At the 7-7 seven and seven Titans, they don't look like a 7-7 seven and seven team, but without their quarterback, I don't think that they have a chance. Steve? You can't tell me that they don't miss A.J. Brown. Oh. <laughs> Every time I watch an Eagles game, I'm like, why did Tennessee think they could just let this dude walk? It was so stupid of them to do that. Yeah. I, I'm, this, one's, this one's hard, and I was almost tempted to go with, with the, the Texans because they have been playing well. But I think Tennessee is in a point where suddenly they need to compete to win the division. Mm-hmm. They just had it you know, totally made for weeks, and now Jacksonville's come back on their heels. I think they're going to try to play motivated, and I don't think – yeah, sure. Tannehill's not playing, but it ultimately Tennessee runs through Derrick Henry. If he can be productive, then they're going to have a great game. So that's I'm, I'm on the edge, but I'm leaning Tennessee purely because of Derrick Henry. I don't blame you. I mean, Derrick Henry is such a tremendous player that having him take over a game is highly probable. And then on top of that, you just you got to go with your gut here. And what does your gut tell you? Is the the Titans are the better team, right? The Texans have been performing well, but does that result in a, a win against a down-and-out kind of Tennessee Titans team like we all alluded to, losing their positioning in the in the division lead, and then on top of that, just uh, quarterback issues. Tano is kind of banged up a little bit. Malik Willis, he's, he's going to play a full 60 minutes, and I loved what I saw from him against Kansas City Chiefs, and that's why I'm going to go with the Titans. I think him being in that lineup completely changes the dynamic. You can run the ball, and then on top of that, you have a quarterback who could literally escape the pocket. No big deal. Tannehill, yes, he has that kind of rollout ability and stuff like that, but he doesn't have wheels that he could just take off and really make you pay for sending one extra guy and then, boom, open field. So that's why I'm going with the Titans. I think the Titans have a real good chance of uh, making them a chance to separate themselves from the Jacksonville Jaguars who are right on their heels like we alluded to. 
Uh, but Steve, why don't you take us into this divisional team that you like a lot, huh? Oh, yeah. Just love, love, love the Cleveland Browns. Can't wait for that to be clipped out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I think this one's going to be interesting because as what the Ravens should have done last week is run the ball. And mm -hmm. The Saints happen to have a player named Alvin Kamara who's quite good at that. So if New Orleans comes in and is determined to run the ball, stick with it, play a clock control game, I think they actually do have a chance here. That being said, their quarterback is Andy Dalton, and the mm -hmm. Browns know him well, and he's usually good for a pick or two. So I think at this point it's really like a coin flip. Could go either way. I did go Browns here as much as I hate it. Um, I realistically can't ever root for Deshaun Watson because he's just a piece of garbage. But unfortunately, I think the Browns are winning this weekend as much as I wish it were the other way. What are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson with the Browns, especially after seeing him for a whole game last week? I think he's unimpressive. He looks like someone who hasn't played football in two years. 100%. Uh, mm -hmm. he hasn't. And then also, I'm, I'm really, I'm so irritated at them for giving him that contract because it has broken the market for all quarterbacks now. Like, we have to sign Lamar. I mean, we can't let him walk out the door. We've proven with his injury how effective, how he is the franchise. So, I mean, I, there's no way we're going to let him walk. But, I mean, he's going to want that kind of money. And, and I don't blame him. I mean, you know, you're playing that kind of football. You want to get paid. You should. But yeah, it's, it's totally ruined our ability to, to get him on a, a team-friendly deal because, I mean, it's, it's going to turn into the Flacco situation all over again where all of a sudden, you know, we have all the money wrapped up in the quarterback and we can't bring anybody around us. So I don't love it. Been there. <laughs> I have a hard time rooting for Watson just because of what he's accused of. 20-some um, people, that's not a coincidence. That's not a conspiracy. That's yeah, seriously. So, uh, 20 yeah, women, that's messed up. Yeah, as much as uh, not a fan of what he's done off the field. On the field, in the previous series, he's been really good. So far, like you alluded to with the Browns, just not so good. Literally, like what you said, looks like he hasn't played two football in two years. And that isn't 100% on him, though, because literally, if you see the receivers, they're not putting all – they're all into catching the balls from him. I don't know if it's a personal, like, thing against him or if it's just, like, they're just not on the same wavelength. Not sure. But they still were able to ink out a win, uh, two wins, actually, with him starting as a quarterback there. So as much as I don't like it, I'm going to go with the Browns. Sorry, DJ. Uh, I know you're going to probably go with the Saints as a no-brainer for you, but uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I think, I think the Saints can win like you alluded to with the rushing game, but with Andy Dalton, anything is – I don't know what the situation is there either with Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston. I don't know who I'd rather have as a quarterback. Yeah, I'd rather have Jameis Winston, but that's 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 just me personally. Um, listen, this game is really interesting because the whole NFC South can, you know, make the playoffs, mm -hmm. which is weird. No, at still five and nine, that they're still alive. Um, nobody can make a wild card spot. You got to win the division to make the playoffs. So mm -hmm. at this point, with that record. With that being said, I think Saints have a lot to play for, but the Browns are still fighting for a wild-card spot too, and they got their guy that they just paid a bunch of money back, and they got a pretty favorable schedule coming up ahead. They might be able to win out, and uh, provided they get some help, they might be able to make a little things interesting. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns, um, and I think that um, – there is supposed to be like a lot of wins or something like that in this game, or Very windy, you say? yeah. Um, so I think that Nick Chubb's gonna have a great game. So if you got Nick Chubb, start him in fantasy. I'll go back to you in a second, Joey. But one other thing I wanted to allude to is like the fact of tying up so much money into one position, especially the yeah. quarterback position. Yes, every quarterback is really good, but it's also what you have surrounding him. Like Lamar, I feel like is a one-man band aside from Mark Andrews. Like from the time he's been in the league for you guys. He's literally just been carrying the Ravens on, on, on his back, you know, running the ball, executing a good run game, especially with the running backs like Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbs and so on and so forth. Those guys have been injured. That's been very unfortunate. Receivers have been a rotating door there in, in Baltimore. And then on top of that, Mark Andrews, like I said, guy's a stud. But, yeah, tying up a lot of money in Lamar Jackson is royally screwed now because of what you alluded to with the deal with uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's going to be tough. And we had a decent group of personnel whenever we had Rashad Bateman. Um, because he could keep the defense on us, stretch the field a little bit. Now, with him out for the year, Mark Andrews gets doubled every play. And none of the other receivers are good enough to, to get separation. Or we can't scheme them into getting separation, which hence above me by a great run. Uh, 
so yeah, it, unless we can get another stretch the field wide receiver who can stay on the field for more than about six games, then it's going to be rough sledding. Agreed, agreed. Now, Joey, why don't you take us to this next game on Christmas Eve? Uh, the New York football giants are traveling to Minnesota to play against the Vikings, who just had the largest comeback in NFL history against the Colts. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah, that game was horrible um, for me. Anybody else watching it probably loved it. I hated it. It was Watch the, watch the first half. I'm like, oh, yeah. All right, let's go out, do a little Christmas shopping. Went out, driving home. Stop at a red light. Tied. What the heck? Throwing the game on the radio. Couldn't even believe it. Anyway, I got to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, hoping, that they, hoping that the Giants get a win for my grandpa and my grandma. But um, the Vikings are just a freaking powerhouse right now. Hard for me to say. Um, and, yeah, I think that they're going to go and get a W. Are they really a powerhouse, though? There have been a couple games they're frauds. They're frauds. Let's, let's, let's call it how it is, okay? But at 11-3, and three, I can't doubt them. So. I watched them get blanked against the Cowboys. I watched them struggle mightily. But then they go into Buffalo and beat the Bills in probably one of the most incredible oh, yeah. two minutes of final gameplay I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So it, which it, I'm going to call them Jekyll and Hyde. That's the Vikings this year. Okay. Which team is going to show up on Saturday? Who knows? Um, I could easily see this game being a win for the Giants when they go in and just steamroll them. I could easily see the opposite happening. So, I'm going to lean records, and they're playing at home. I'm going to go Minnesota, but ah. don't be surprised if they lay an absolute turd. Hell yeah. Yeah, after what I saw from the Giants last week, with them getting bailed out at the end of the game, because blatant, obvious PI, uh, DPI. If you're a Giants fan, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the officials. The officials, one, called the the like the false formation on Terry McLaurin when yeah. he checked twice with the guy and he's like, move up and you're good. And then the guy just had his hand on his belt ready to throw the flag, like just waiting for it. And then on top of that, don't throw a flag on, on the final play, which was a, a blatant DPI. It's ridiculous. It is what it is. That being said, going with the Minnesota Vikings, what a crazy comeback when they had last week, as Joey alluded to. Ugh. I turned on the game. I saw it was 30, uh, what was it, 33-0. And I'm like, Mm, not good. But then they started driving on the field. They scored. I'm like, okay, let's see. You know, these. I, I didn't put it in my head that they were going to come back and win the game, but I just was like, it's football. Let's just watch it. Jeff Saturday is on back. my list. I, I don't even want to know. It. He, you're, you're on my list, man. I, I don't, I, <laughs> he, we needed that. Uh, anyway, let, let's, let's go to the next game. Let's go to the next what game. What kind of list are you talking about? Naughty and nice? You know what? Uh, hit list, uh, we might have to report you here. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> He's just, he's just on my list. He's on my, he's on my list. Put whatever you want in front of it, but it ain't the nice list, let me tell you that. Um, listen, this game, this next game that we got, it's huge for my team, the Green Bay Packers. Um, the Seattle Seahawks are traveling to Kansas City to, uh, to play the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Um, this is huge. We really need one more Seattle loss and then two more Commanders losses or the Giants to lose out. Doable. We'll talk about the Washington next game. But um, right now I'm going Kansas City, as you can probably tell when I'm kind of getting out here. <laughs> um, 11-3 and three against a 7-7 seven and seven team. Even if I wasn't, you know, had anything on this game, I'd still pick Kansas City. Uh, and I just think that they're going to take care of business and have a great, great day. Expect Geno Smith and everybody to keep it close and interesting because he just got elected to the Pro Bowl. Um, We'll talk more about all these uh, Pro Bowl snubs and weird kind of fill-ins and, fill-ins and stuff like that. I know Austin's pretty heated about it. But, um, yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, Joey. Going with the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm going with the Chiefs as well. As much as I've liked Seattle this entire season, uh, they're running into a brick wall with this Kansas City mm-hmm. Chiefs team who currently sits at an 11-3 record, tied for – Technically tied for first place, but I think Buffalo has a tiebreaker. Did they play already this year, Chiefs and Buffalo? I think they did, and Buffalo won. They did, Buffalo yeah. won. Yeah, so Buffalo holds the first place seating. Thank you, Steve. Uh, they hold the first place seating over the Kansas City Chiefs, despite them having a tied record. Um, with that being said, Kansas City, I think, is the, the obvious choice, but watch this come back and bite. 
probably all of us in the butt because we're probably all going KC here. Uh, but KC is favored minus 10 on the money line. Uh, I mean, on the spread, minus 480 on the money line. Plus, uh, over under set at 49 and a half. Uh, tough gambling odds. I would stay away from this game. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Uh, I could easily say, despite it being plus minus 49, they might hit the over. Yeah. Oh, I think that one's getting hit. I think yeah. it's getting hit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm very grateful because I, I picked up Jared McKinnon uh, for the fantasy. Killed it in my first round of the playoffs. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Overtime was lovely. Appreciate you winning the game on that touchdown. It was very nice. Um, I got to go KC again this week. Seattle has been playing better than expected, but I don't think it's enough to go into Arrowhead and pull off a win. Maybe if they still have the Legion of Boom, but you know, with the current defense, it looks a little bit shaky. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to carve them up. Ooh, absolutely agreed. Now, Steve, why don't you take us to the next game? All right, next up, we have the first game of the 405 slot. We have the Washington Commanders flying all the way across the country to visit the San Francisco 49ers. And what a doozy this game's going to be. San Francisco <laughs> might be the best team in the NFC. Sorry, Philadelphia. Wow. San Francisco is playing really, really solid football. I can't believe that Carolina sent Christian McCaffrey to him. He's, he's killing it. Debo Samuel is hurt. That does that suck a little bit. But Brock Purdy, man. He has been Mr. Irrelevant, is playing some real football, and he's doing really, really well. I cannot blame you for picking the San Francisco 49ers. They are the team to beat in the NFC. Uh, they were pretty close with the, with the Seattle Seahawks a couple weeks ago. Seattle had the lead in the NFC West, and now San Fran is running away with it, looking like one of the top teams in the NFC, like you said. Currently, in, in terms of like power ranking and like overall team, I'd probably put them over the Eagles, especially with mm. Jalen Hurts going down, which we'll talk about in the next game. But I'm going to go with the Seattle C uh, <laughs> Seattle, uh, <laughs> San Francisco 49ers as well. Um, I put Joey here. My bad, guys. Myself, I'm going with the 49ers. Uh, it's uh, Washington Commanders, as much as I love their team and how they've been built and fight every game, it's, it's a tough team to face, uh, taking it from a personal experience of watching my team go up against them. Yeah, this game's uh, going to be a doozy, like Steve said. 49ers, that's a kick-ass football team right there, man. They, they hit you in the mouth, and they'll run it all over you, and they'll score on you and again and again and again and again. They've been there. Um, and they're going to do it to Washington. I don't think they stand a chance. And there's another. Need it. Washington's losing. San Francisco winning. And now we have one of the better matches, at least of this uh, Saturday slate, December 24th, 425 kickoff. I believe this will be categorized as America's Game of the Week. We have the Philadelphia Eagles facing the Dallas Cowboys. And this is a very pivotal match, especially for the NFC East. Because right now, Dallas, after losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars, had a really good chance. Now, you know, that chance is really slimmed down to you have to win out, and Philadelphia has to lose out in order to win the division, which I don't think is going to happen. But can the Dallas Cowboys ink out a win here without Jalen Hurts in the lineup? That's a, the question that pretty much is going to face everyone either picking this game, betting on this game because of the money. Is, uh, well, the lines have shifted heavily into Dallas's favor in the last two days, especially with the news of Jalen Hurts uh, possibly being out with a shoulder injury. Uh, right now, Dallas is favored minus five on the, money on the spread, minus 225 on the money line, over under set at 47. Um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy time here. I'm still going to rock with the Eagles, but I could very well switch it at game time, just how I'm feeling. Uh, Gardner Minshew, as much as I would love for him to go out, ball out, and, and really put on a show, I don't think that would be the case. But for right now, I'm going to rock with the Eagles. I think they're the better team offensively, defensively, special teams. Dallas has shown a shaky performance in the last two weeks against the Texans, the Jaguars, two teams you really wouldn't put – like, if you told me earlier in the season, Dallas struggled to beat these two teams, I would tell you you're crazy. Oh, but yeah. it is what it is. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, I think that this game is going to the Eagles, and they're locking up that number one seed this week with Gardner Minshew, Minshew Mania. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts isn't ruled out officially yet. Yeah, not As 100%. of right now, we're filming this on Wednesday, so just before the Thursday night game. So as of right now, he's not officially ruled out. So I – I can't count out the Eagles, and I don't think that they're gonna take, they're gonna lose this game without him either way. I think Gardner Minshew is a uh, more than capable of leading this team to victory. 
look, this team's great. Like, they got pieces all over the place. The offensive line's great. The run game's great. They got receivers up the wazoo. Defense takes care of business. Dallas Cowboys, listen, they've beaten a lot of, like, pretty, like, good teams, I guess. But they're so beatable. It's it's ridiculous. And um, I don't think they get this win against the Eagles. And one more thing before we go to Steve is they beat themselves a lot. Yeah. Which is, like, one oh, of yeah. the biggest problems. You're stealing my point. It was just a oh, dude. We're going to lose this weekend, but it's Hell yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't blame you for having that mentality. Like, And I'm pretty sure a lot of people, not only us, will, in terms of just picking, will switch over to Dallas if Jalen Hurts is confirmed out. But even then, like we all alluded to, one, Dallas beats themselves. Two, Philadelphia is a really good team. Um, especially if Miles Sanders has a better performance than he did last week, then 100% because uh, – in terms of fantasy, only got me like four points. Not yeah. so good. <laughs> uh, pretty much cost me my number one seed in one of my leagues. It was very unfortunate. But what are you going to do? <laughs> Ouch. Uh, yeah, very unfortunate. Damn. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, well, at least he made the Pro Bowl. I, I don't even want to talk about the Pro Bowl right now, dude. Steve, why don't you take us? Joey's turn to piss off Austin. Yeah, 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 I know. Uh, my turn's coming up soon. Don't you worry. Uh, why don't you enter this game, uh, Steve? All right. one of the tougher games for me to pick of this entire week. Uh, Saturday night game, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers who are going to be celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. And rest wow. in peace, uh, Franco, who caught the Immaculate Reception. He uh, just passed away actually today, which is uh, very sad news for Pittsburgh Steelers fans, especially on the cusp of the 50th anniversary of that incredible play. Some people call it Immaculate. Um, that being said, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I feel like there's going to be a lot of heavy hearts in Pittsburgh, and they're going to want to win this game, especially just given the circumstances. Um, still fighting for keeping a 500 record with, with Pittsburgh, which is very entertaining uh, for Tomlin. But I know Joey wants to say something about this game. Let me tell you something. <laughs> At work today when Franco Harris passed away, I don't know why, but it got me. For some reason, it just got me. It's NFL history. Right there. I don't know why. You know, one of my buddies lives in Pittsburgh, and he always tells me about the statue in the in the in the airport. Airport. Um, can't wait to see it, by the way, when I go for their wedding, uh, my buddy's wedding in uh, May. But um, you know, it it's 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 Christmas Eve night. You know, a certain somebody's gonna be flying through the air. You know, um, and I think that there might be a little bit of uh, magic in the air. And with that being said, I think that the Steelers are gonna pull off a W. And um, they're going to get this win for Franco. They were supposed to retire his number um, that, this game, too. Pretty sure they still will. No, um, yeah, they will. Everything will go as scheduled. Yeah. It's and just a fact of he's not there. He's, it's, it's just really unfortunate. But um, hopefully, you know, they don't have a blue Christmas in Pittsburgh. Well, Joey, take us to Christmas afternoon. Let me tell you something. Somebody that might be having a blue Christmas is this guy right here. 
because uh, the Green Bay Packers are traveling to Miami. Miami Dolphins! To uh, <laughs> play against the Miami Dolphins. Um, we're 6-8. and eight. They're 8-6. Eight and six. This is, I mean, Miami's looked pretty good all year. I know they're just coming off a loss to Buffalo where they looked pretty competitive, pretty great. Um, we're going to need some of that uh, Christmas magic from Pittsburgh, some of that. I don't know. We we need a miracle. We need we need a Packers Christmas Carol here. We need to get visited by the past, present, and future ghosts of Christmas. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but they need to pull out a W here because if we don't, then it's over. But um, I, with that being said, I'm I'm going with Miami. I think that um, the season ultimately comes to an end here on Christmas. Not saying that we don't have a chance in this and that we can't shock the world here, but. Miami's wicked good, man, and that defense is pretty good. And I don't know, don't really have a lot of faith in this one. I'm actually speechless, dude. I was like ready, but I had your name with the Packers and all that stuff. I was like, uh, I don't know. As of course, gonna go with the Dolphins. If if nothing could tell you all this stuff, going with the Dolphins. Um, tough game last week for them in Buffalo. They didn't snow until the very end. Buffalo had the ball for the most of the time in the snow anyways. Uh, so that wasn't a main factor on why the Dolphins lost. It was uh, arguably bad play calling at, on, down the stretch. You know, you've been having success running the ball. Stuff down their throat. Run the ball. Literally just keep on going. I understand. You have Tua. You want him to prove a point. But uh, like Joey alluded to me earlier, lead Pro Bowl getter <laughs> doesn't even get into the Pro Bowl. That, that makes zero sense to me do leads the nfl in every pretty much major quarterback uh performance based statistic and then on top of that gets lead votes doesn't even get in the pro bowl i, I don't care about the pro bowl but it, the news of that actually happening is like so baffling to me there's a few more snubs we'll talk about um we passed over one one of them was christian mccaffrey which i find stupid as hell too uh but you know it is what it is in terms of the game dolphins I'm uh, going to leave a nice little present for Aaron Rodgers under the Christmas tree. Might be a little ayahuasca, see if he can perform with that. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going with the Dolphins. Dolphins are looking really good. All right, I'm going to need a text from you. I want a picture of you making that surprise face whenever they win the game. Because I need to keep that for all eternity. I don't want to have to screenshot it out of this. There you go. <laughs> I need a picture of that. Yeah, I have to go Miami here. Uh, ever since they killed the Ravens in week two, uh, I think I was a little upset with you after that game. But you were. now that we're not playing each other, uh, I find myself able to root for two. It has nothing to do with the fact that uh, both two and Tyree Kill are my fantasy team and have killed it all season. Uh, so I hope that continues again on Sunday. Uh, this is probably the most interesting game of Sunday. I speak, Joey was speaking about schedules earlier. I feel like all the teams playing on Sunday were supposed to be great at the beginning yeah. of the season. And they must not have the ability to flex these games out or whatever. Because this is just a terrible slate of lineups. It's trash, yeah. yeah. The 1 o'clock, I'm actually looking forward to. I think it'll be an entertaining game. Rodgers will put up some points. Uh, but I think uh, ultimately, as Austin said, the, the ayahuasca might get the better of <laughs> Um With that being said, yes, I am starting Tua and Tyreek in my fantasy league. I made the playoffs. He tried to kick the kid out of the club. Didn't work. I hear it floating at the bottom seat, trying to retain my title. And... Um, you know, I figured, worst comes to worst, Tua and Tyreek have a good game. You know, we take an L. It's good for my fantasy team. Hey, maybe they have a bad game. Maybe we pull out a W. Maybe it's good for the Packers. I don't know. But either way, I'm going to ride with Tua and Tyreek this week for fantasy. Or who knows, they might all crap the bed and the Dolphins still win, which would not be ideal. But we all know, Austin knows, that that is not the case when it comes to the Dolphins. Tyreek and Tua both need to have great games in order for them to win. Yeah, speaking of that uh, Ravens-Dolphins uh, game, I sent Steve this. It's the photo of Mike Isecki's touchdown, and there's a little bit of green in between his uh, his uh, yep. tone. Yeah, got your index card. There we go. That was literally I, – I literally texted Steve, stick an index card in there, it'll fit. So – and Steve didn't reply to me for weeks after that. So <laughs> if that gives you any indication on how he took it. <laughs> Might have been about four or five days. <laughs> yeah. I uh, cannot blame you. I don't blame you. All right. Now let's keep it moving uh, to the next Christmas Day game. There's only three games on Christmas. 
you know, the 1 o'clock game, this game, the 4.30 game, and then uh, the 8.20 game. Uh, so this game is Denver Broncos versus the Los Angeles Rams. Horrible. When the season scheduling was first announced, especially at work, made the biggest deal about this game. Russell Wilson versus the defending Super Bowl champions and Matthew Stafford. Boom! Neither one of them are playing in this game. Oh, Russ is not confirmed to play in this game. Uh, but even then, they are the better team right now. Los Angeles Rams are down bad. Baker, as much as he willed them to a win against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, could not repeat that magic against Joey's Hell no. Packers. Uh-uh. As much as a big fan of <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Joey is. I know he did not uh, mind seeing him get beat up by not the Packers all. last week. Didn't so mind it one bit. I'll let you take the show with this one. Yeah. Um, so, listen, both teams are abysmal. Both teams are donezo. And um, I think that <clears throat> I have no <clears> – <throat> sorry about that. I have no choice but to go with my boy Baker Mayfield here. I mean, I hate the Broncos. Always have. Always will. Um, something that me and my dad kind of bond on is just hating on the Broncos because of uh, – he hates him because of that Super Bowl loss against uh, when they beat Brett Favre with John Elway. Kind of piled on, started to hate him for a while with him. It's a nice, nice little bonding moment of hatred. Um, family bonding. Yeah, family bonding. They suck. Yeah, they suck. Um, it's great. Anyway, I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with Baker Mayfield. It's going to be a bake show on Christmas, and he's cooking up gingerbread cookies. Ooh. What about you, Steve? This is the one game I still don't know how to pick. I have everything in except this one because just what an absolute crap game. So I, bad. I can't honestly believe in Broncos after that ghastly performance they put on in Baltimore where it still took us 59 and a half minutes to beat them. Oh. <laughs> but, man, the Rams look really, really sorry. I, maybe a meteor will hit the stadium and that will be exciting. But it's just going to be terrible. <laughs> I guess maybe because they're home I'll go Rams. But, ugh, what a gross game. Well, surprisingly, this is one of the only games that I feel like we've really disagreed on in terms of me, myself to you guys. I'm going to go with the Broncos. They actually looked really good with Ripken in there. Uh, offense was just doing good things. Like, they weren't crazy, but they were also, you know, finding a way to win the game, put up points. Uh, need Jerry Judy and Latavius Murray to perform okay. to, to win the work league, so that's another reason why I'm going there. But, I don't know, Denver's favorite to win this game on the road. Uh, minus two and a half points on the spread, uh, minus 140 on the money line, uh, over under set at 36 and a half. I think the over happens. I think both teams are lacking their points. So I think right now is a good time to put, put them up. Pretty sure NFL is going to flip the switch, make this game be a little bit more interesting, especially since people are down on it. Uh, and we know they have the ability to do that because it happens from time to time. They wrote the same script for two consecutive uh, primetime games, the mm. Monday night and the Thursday night game. Uh, <laughs> don't know what Boy to say bad. about that. Uh, but one of the teams that were involved in one of those two-timing scripts were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're facing the Arizona Cardinals to close off Christmas night. And uh, it's a tough one. Tampa fighting for their lives, going to be a negative team in the playoffs if they win the division. That's a strong if because who knows who's going to win this division. It's a very uh, loop. Luke, uh, it's a crazy division. I don't know how else to say. <laughs> uh, it's a loopy division. <sighs> Both teams dealing with issues. Kyler Murray's out. Tracy McSorley's going to get the, the nod to start because uh, this guy, Colt Kid McCoy. Kid from Happy Valley. Yeah, Colt McCoy is dealing with a concussion. Uh, that being said, got to go with the Bucks. They had a lackluster performance last week, which uh, – we expected them to lose last week, but not in the fashion that they did. And uh, Arizona Cardinals is down bad with injuries. So, um, not to harp on this whole bad scheduling thing, but I'll just one last point on it. Why is every single game in a warm weather state on Christmas? Don't fans want to see like a snowy type of atmosphere or something that makes you feel like the holidays, kind of like that quite the opposite, Miami like. and Buffalo game? But anyway, it doesn't matter. Real quick, Joey, before you keep on this rant, because I, I like this topic. So, famously, a lot of cold weather people, like people who live in cold places, right. travel to like Miami, Los Angeles, Arizona Very true. for Christmas and stuff like that because they're like, I want to get out of the cold. And then the opposite happens with people from those type of places, Miami, Arizona, Los Angeles, is they want to go to the cold places because they don't experience snow. So, like, yep. I feel like they're like, ah, let's give a lot of the country a taste of Nice weather. <laughs> I'm not saying that all these players won't love being in these warm weather states. I mean, Tampa and Arizona, it won't matter either way. But for Denver and Green Bay, 
Um, this is going to be like... They would much rather be home for this. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like LaFleur said, the Colts are friend. But anyway, I, I can't talk about this anymore. This, the, <laughs> the games on Christmas Day are, are terrible. The 1 o'clock game should be the 8 o'clock game. I'd rather but have it, one. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, I'd rather have one as well. Um, anyway, Tampa Bay, Arizona, Sunday Night Football is what we're talking about. And I'm going with Tampa Bay. Must-win game for them. They just still stay in contention. I believe that they're, still, they're in the playoffs right now. They one loss thing. They're in and out, in and out. They need to still keep staying pat and continue with this trend. Yeah, as much as I want to root for former Raven Trace McSorley, he was uh. really, really bad <laughs> last week. Like, was it, what, two, two interceptions at least that I saw? It just it looked really bad. Um, I, I have a hard time believing in Tampa after they totally like, laid an egg in the second half against Cincinnati. But I do think they are the better team here. They actually have something to play for, unlike Arizona. Yeah, don't blame you, honestly, just because Tampa, overall, the better team. They have the better – like, they're more healthy, and that's an understatement because Tampa's pretty banged up. Uh, but they'll find a way. Let's move on to the final Monday night game. We have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Indianapolis Colts. Jeff Saturday had a blunder of a game on last Saturday. It's on my list. <laughs> it's on the and list. Then, and then the Los Angeles Chargers are still competing for a playoff spot. Right now they hold – uh, the sixth seed right now. Uh, they have the tiebreaker over the Dolphins. Um, easy win for the Chargers here. Colts are starting Nick Foles, which could throw a wrench in this game, surprisingly. Yeah, that's definitely a shocker. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd go with the Colts either way. If they doesn't matter who they were starting at quarterback. Um, Chargers are in the playoffs and. It's getting interesting with them, and they got, they're they're banged up, but they keep fighting through, keep still notching W's off of their schedule, and uh, trying to make this thing interesting. And I think they get a nice little W um, post Christmas day on <laughs> Monday Night Football. Nice. If you had to pick a bet for this one, I'm sure there's some site somewhere that has one of those obscure bets where whether or not they use the phrase "dicker" the kicker in this game. Oh, they <laughs> will. Just can't. They can't help themselves. Oh Every no. Time the Chargers play this year, they have to say, "Oh, dicker the kicker for the win." He's had multiple game winners for two teams this season. So I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they just find a way. Like you know, we're gonna have to keep it close just so "dicker the kicker" can be mentioned immediately. <laughs> so yeah, smash the hell out of that bet. That's definitely gonna hit. Um, but anyway, yeah, I do think Los Angeles wins here. They are by far the better team. The Colts, I don't know what they—they they should be good. They have everybody on the roster to be great, and yet it's just not working. Something in that locker room or coaching or whatever—the uh, combination has not been pretty. Um, I'm not a big Indianapolis fan. Uh, ever since they left Baltimore, the Colts really belong here. Uh, but yeah, we used to call them Indy for years because we were just, we couldn't put Colts on the board when they would come visit. Uh, so I'll enjoy watching them lose to the Chargers. Same. Although Justin Herbert. That hair, man, you need to change that hair. In the helmet, it just it looks like a mullet every time he's got the helmet on. It's not good. Tell me tell me right now Justin Herbert doesn't look like um, Artie from Shrek the Third. If you've seen Shrek the Third, <laughs> Justin Timberlake's character in the movie yep. is Justin Herbert. Artie. I'm not going to be able to unsee the that. The king. Yeah. yeah, oh, you every, can't. Every time. You can't. You're going to be king. Yeah, no. Artie is literally Justin Herbert. Put him in a Justin Herbert jersey, and you can't tell the difference. <laughs> oh, man. Justin Herbert, man. Tremendous player. Personally, not a fan of his, but that's neither here or there. Anyways, that wraps up week 16 in terms of picks. Anything you guys want to say? Oh, man. Here we go, Fire Steve. Fire Hold Greg on, Robin. Steve. I got to get, get you on the, on the full screen here. Here we go. That's a sign. Fire Greg Roman, man. Make it happen. Point to it, baby. <laughs> if, if Make it happen. Fire him too. <laughs> Manifest it. Um, Listen, man. I know I'm picking against my team, um, and it's Christmas and stuff. You know, you need to have faith, and you know that's kind of the whole hoo ha. But I don't know. Don't count us out. I know I'm counting us out now, but like, we're gonna make things interesting, and who knows. You might be seeing me back here next week acting a fool. But for right now, I'm going with Miami. Still love you guys, though. Joey, rather be wrong on the pick 
100 oh 100 that's one of the reasons why i haven't gone against the dolphins because like realistically last week i could have gone with buffalo just to make things a little bit more sensical in terms of making good picks but whatever it's part of the game it's part of the game uh with that being said dolphins have a nice matchup against this guy's green bay packers and uh i'm gonna be very entertained watching it live in person love watching football in person but it's been a long time. It's been over like four weeks since I've seen Dolphins in person. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm dying for it. I'm yeah, like, I bet. Put it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Inject it. Hit the little waddle and everything. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be fun. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope, hope you guys enjoyed the nice little get up we have for Christmas. And that pretty much wraps up this week 16 of NFL Game Picks. I would like to thank Steve for joining us and filling in in Chris's absence. And uh, happy holidays, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Merry Christmas, my ass. Peace.